Welcome to Season 3 of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Verrigan. Our mental well-being has really taken a beating over the last few years, and we're feeling more stressed, anxious, and socially isolated than ever. So the theme for Season 3 is all about the anxious to awesome journey. And in this season of the Mindful Habits podcast, I'm going to equip you with all the tools you need to rise above the stress, anxiety, and worry, and enable you to take back control of your life one mindful habit at a time. And in this episode, I'm really excited about this one because we're going to get into how to design a mindful habit. Now let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. As you shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this, I'd like to invite you to begin breathing in and out through your nose. So a slow breath in and a calming breath out. really want you to give yourself this gift of this moment of calm as you follow your breath in and out. Let's relax your shoulders and clench your jaw as you take a slow breath in and a calming breath out. And do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. And finally, let's tune into our hearts and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. So in this episode of the Mindful Habits podcast, we're going to talk about how to design a mindful habit. But before we jump in, there is a corresponding workbook that accompanies this entire season. So inside this PDF, you're going to get a copy of the 30-day plan, as well as a habit design worksheets and additional templates and resources as we go through the season. So to get your free copy of the workbook and join me on the Anxious to Awesome journey, head over to 30dayhabitplan.com. So that's 30-D-A-Y-H-A-B-I-T. PLAN.com and get the 30-day plan. So in this episode, we're going to starting to put your habit plan together. And there's really kind of three areas that we're going to kind of look at here. We're going to be looking at choosing habits, designing habits, and installing habits. Now, choosing habits is a progression. You know, you start with a few and you add more over time. So it's kind of like a video game. When you first start out at level one, you're kind of doing some basic stuff. But as you kind of level up and work your way through the game, you, you know, it's level two, it gets slightly more difficult each as you, as you kind of work up the levels. And when it comes to habits, it works the same way. It's, it's important to start slowly and build up. So, you know, in the first season here on the podcast, we've kind of talked about the five core mindful habits. I want you to start with those. Those are the ones I want you to start choosing. And we'll get into, you know, some of the leveling up kind of later on. Uh, But in today's episode, we're going to cover design. We're going to get that second part. And in future episodes, we're going to get into installing. The approach that I uh, take to habit design is a little bit different than other other habit coaches. Most coaches kind of rely on a very specific tactic. You kind of hear that, you know, habits need to be tiny, right? You need to celebrate. You need to get clear on the trigger or cue, right? Kind of people kind of focus in on one or two of these specific areas. Now, this is great advice on the surface, but it's not the entire picture. This assumes that, you know, habits follow a linear process. You know, when this happens, I will do this. But that's not actually how our brain works from installing habits. Our brain is actually more of a habit prediction machine. And it uses kind of a scoring system to choose which habit to execute at a a particular moment in time. 
as we're working our way through the world, we have hundreds, if not thousands of possible behaviors that we could be doing, right? And it's the behavior with the highest score in a given situation that the brain decides to execute. So the secret to a good mindful habit is to use a strategy that applies multiple tactics to increase the prediction score so that we're more likely to run the new behavior. So, so with that in mind, when you're designing a habit, there's kind of five things that we're going to look at. We need to kind of look at the kind of the goal. Is it, you know, is it short-term versus long-term to satisfy the immediate gratification? We need to look at the trigger. Uh, you know, are we very, very clear of when we're going to be doing this? How large is the habit? Because we want to kind of make it, you know, fly under the radar of our amygdala. How often? This is a common thing that, that trips people up, you know, uh, you know, Monday through Friday versus the weekends. And we need to plan for obstacles. So let's take a look at each one in more depth. So step one in the checklist is really about connecting your habit with a long-term goal and a short-term benefit. Okay, because there's two ways we can improve our habits, you know, the, that score of, of a particular habit. First, we can increase the awesome, right? So make the habit really, really exciting. And we can, re- we got to reduce our anxiety, <laughs> right? So it's like, oh my God, that's, it's, you know, because anytime we start something new, it's a little scary. It's outside of our comfort zone. So it's kind of that both things are kind of happening at the same time. Now, we make a habit awesome by connecting it with a long-term goal, by giving it meaning. We reduce our anxiety by satisfying our need for immediate gratification. So both these plays, both these are are playing at the same time. So for example, say there's a regular exercise habit that you want to start uh, start working on. So you you know, you may decide, you know, I want to start this because I want to increase my quality of living as I get older, right? Okay, yeah, it's kind of a long-term, there's no immediate gratification. And we do this by adding, you know, and I want to give, you know, I want the energy that I need to show up uh, at my best each day, right? So there's, oh, okay, so we're, we're, we're connecting it both a long-term and a short-term. And so that's kind of, you know, checklist number one. When you're taking a look at your habit, take a look at the long-term goal as well as the short-term benefit. So number two in the checklist is you need to have a very specific trigger, you want to move from a, a you know a vague intention to a very specific okay I, I am going to do this when now, I, and to increase the prediction score of the new habit you need to know when and where you're going to perform it so this is called an implementation intention so that's kind of like if this then that so going back to the exercise example you know so I'm going to work out uh, I'm going to do a home workout so this is kind of the where on Mondays Wednesdays and Friday mornings right after my morning meditation practice right so we're getting very specific time okay yeah there's no there's no wiggle room here right you know when you're going to be able to do it or maybe right after I I'm going to go for my daily walk right after lunch when I eat lunch I'm going to go for my daily walk so we're kind of you're kind of getting very very specific of when and where you're going to do the very the habit so that's number two Number three, tiny habits. You need to make it really, really small. And this is the, the kind of the, it's kind of the minimum target. You, you may have a, like a maximum or, you know, a, a goal that you're striving for. But the idea here is the minimum because uh, consistency is more important than quantity when it comes to installing habits because you basically, you're, you're, it's that repetition that's really important. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they design habits is they, you know, they design them for when motivation is high. Because when you're designing habits, your motivation is like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this. But then, but you really need to design for when your motivation's at its lowest, right? Because so, you know, because when, when your motivation's low, that's when it really matters. 
Uh, and this is especially true if you haven't done anything like this specific, you know, a specific thing before. So the rule of thumb here is to make the habit so easy, like if you're in bed and you realize that you forgot to do it, that you would still be motivated to get up and do it, right? Now, this is what I'm talking. I want to make it so easy that, that that's the um, that's what your goal is. Now this is the minimum. You can do more if you want to, but you can market it done when you've completed the minimum. A couple examples here. If you're just starting a meditation habit, don't start with 30 minutes a day, right? Make the minimum to, you know, three deep breaths. Once you complete those three breaths, you can sit for, uh, you know, a couple more minutes if you have the time. But the minimum is those three deep breaths, right? If you're starting a new regular uh, exercise habit, aim for a thousand steps, not 10,000 steps. Uh, you know, a thousand steps is kind of actually fairly easy to do just moving out through the day. But the idea is being, you know, you're bringing intention toward it. And then you, good day, you can get, aim for five, six, seven, seven thousand steps and eventually get to the 10,000 steps. Another good example here, when my daughter and I started our daily planking habit, you know, we had a minimum of a 10 second plank. That's the minimum that we're going to do no matter what. Now, we usually do 60 seconds, but the minimum is 10 seconds, right? So that's the idea. Tiny habits. Okay, the fourth part of this checklist is how often you want to, you really want to plan for um, Monday to Friday versus the weekends. This is another area that trips people up is we usually have different routines on different days. And usually we have, we kind of have a work day, Monday to Friday, and then the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever schedule it is for you. But you, you probably, if you take a look at your week, you probably identify, oh yeah, there's certain days that I do certain things and certain days that I don't. And it's different routines that are kind of happening. You kind of have to build in, kind of plan in advance when you're going to do this, right? So are you going to do a habit? Are you going to do it three times a day? Are you going to do it three times a week? Are you going to do it Monday to Friday versus Saturday and Sunday? Are you going to do it daily? Uh, will you have an off day? Are you going to build in off days? One of my favorite tactics is to commit to doing a habit five times a week. And day six and seven are like bonus days. This way I'm able to maintain my streak, but also take the pressure off. Like if, you know, if we're doing something with the family and I'm traveling one particular day or we're doing something and you know, um, it, it, I, don't, I don't feel stressed. Oh, why, how am I going to get this habit in? So you know, doing it five, to, five times a week allows me to have some off days and, and so kind of be more flexible with my schedule. The last piece of the design is you want to plan for obstacles. This is really, uh, you know, the, the way to increase the stickiness of a habit is to do something called mental contrasting. So this is when we look at a new habit and identify all the obstacles in advance. Yes, yes, we actually want to examine the new habit and anticipate where we might fail, right? This allows us to rubber beat new behavior against reality and plan for the potential roadblocks that life will throw at us, right? So going back to our exercise habit, are you still going to do your daily walk if it's raining, right? I'm in Canada here and, and it gets really cold in the winters. And when it's minus 20 degrees, wind chill, and am I still going to go do my walk? I, I do, but I made that intention in advance that I was going to do this. Uh, another thing also, say, say going back to the exercise, or what are you going to do if you're injured? Like if, if you've thrown out your back or you have a, you know, or your elbow or, or something, are, how are you going to adapt and what's the minimum you're going to do in those type of situations? This way you can adjust the design of your habit and adapt it to different things that the life might throw at you. Okay, we've just covered off a few things here. So your homework, I want you to choose a habit that you want to install. So think of a habit that you want to install, whether it's an exercise, meditation, any of the, uh, uh, maybe it's any of the five core habits that we've talked about in the past. And I want you to run it through the design checklist. Attach it to a long-term goal 
as well as some a short-term benefit, right? So, so satisfy the immediate gratification. So, so figure out both the why in both those cases. Figure out the cue. Get very specific on when you're going to do this. That's the implementation intention. Make it really, really small, right? So, you know, remember consistency is more important than quality. So let's make the you know, minimum very, very small. Figure out how often are you going to do this? You know, that trick of, you know, five times a week versus daily plan for the Monday, you know, the workday versus the weekend. And then finally, run it through all the obstacles. What's, what are all the roadblocks that life can throw at you and design for those? Step three, download my habit tracker. Head over to thehabitlab.co. That's T-H-E-H-A-B-I-T-L-A-B.co uh, and start tracking your habits. If you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in a future episode, I want you to head over to my personal website at bergen.com and submit your question. Make sure to subscribe to the Mindful Habits podcast inside your favorite app. You're not going to want to miss a thing because we're going to go deeper into choosing, designing, and installing mindful habits. I want to personally thank you for tuning in. I wish you well on your anxious to awesome journey. Until next time.